0: A Radio One ninety-one 91FM podcast.
1: The Northern Irish elections were held last week and saw Irish Nationalist Party Sinn Féin come out with the majority of votes. This is the first time a Nationalist Party, rather than a Unionist Party committed to keeping Northern Ireland in the UK, has held the majority of votes in a Northern Irish election. Last night, I spoke to Sonia Tiernan, co-director of the University of Otago Centre for Irish and Scottish Studies, about Sinn Féin's win and the direction in which it pushes the conversation about a unified Ireland. So Nationalist Party Sinn Féin has won the Northern Irish election and they're the first um, Irish Nationalist Party to win a Northern Irish election. Nationalism in this context means something a little different than what a lot of New Zealanders might imagine when they hear of Nationalism. So firstly, can you explain uh, why it's such a big deal for an Irish nationalist party to have come out on top in this election?
0: Yeah, so essentially, you're absolutely right. I mean, nationalism from this context, we're talking about the two kind of differing um, major beliefs would be nationalism who believe in a reunited Ireland and unionists who want to stay within the British Union. So essentially, Northern Ireland had, it was the 100 year, the centenary anniversary last year. So this is the first time in 101 years that a nationalist party have actually won the elections. So from that point of view, that is absolutely um, a huge shift. It also means that it opens up the possibility of what's called a border poll which would mean, it's, it's something that was set up in 1998 with, um, most listeners will be familiar, I've heard of the Good Friday Agreement in Ireland, which is essentially a peace treaty. And that, one of the articles in it offered the opportunity of a border poll, a referendum, where people in Northern Ireland and people in the Republic of Ireland could vote for the country to be reunified. And that is Sinn Féin's biggest goal, is to hold a a border poll. So very similar kind of referendum that we would have seen with the Scottish independence referendum, essentially. I see. Um, And
1: beyond unification, I suppose, politically and ideologically, who are uh, Sinn Féin? Because they are now the dominant party in both the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, correct? Correct.
0: Well, they're not in government in the Republic of Ireland, nor have they ever served in government, um, which is an interesting one as well, because you're right from the point of view of during the last elections, they also received the highest number of seats than they ever have before in the Republic of Ireland, but not enough to form a government on their own. Um, But even though they have um, a large number of seats, the other main parties being Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, have refused and have always said that they will refuse to go into power with them. And that's essentially, you know, that's really going back to the history of the party because historically the Sinn Féin party would have been associated as the political wing of the IRA or the Irish Republican Army. So we've still got that kind of hangover um, of that sense but certainly the polls are revealing in the Republic of Ireland that there is a move forward now for Sinn Féin as well, that they'll get even more seats in the next, in the next election. So, of course, that could be an interesting one to see how that actually pans out. And it does actually mean, because uh, Sinn Féin will now hold the, the post as the first minister in a devolved government installment, it also means that the... Political parties here have less opportunity really to say, well, they won't go into power with them because they're clearly a viable political party. So therefore, why would you continually refuse to go into power with them? And they are not associated with violence in any way anymore. And again, since the Good Friday Agreement, there has essentially been peace on the island of Ireland. So many people would argue it's time to move forward. And therefore, so who knows? The the obvious party to go into power with them in the Republic would be feet of fall because they actually consider themselves the Republic Party, the Republican Party here.
1: And I guess what is the actual likelihood of Uh, of Irish unification here? Like how realistic is it?
0: It seems to be, I mean, certainly for the last, within the last decade anyway, it's it's much more even in the national vocabulary. I mean, people are discussing it and talking about it. So it certainly seems that it's inevitable that a border, border poll will be held. But again, at that referendum, we have all these polls on how people will vote. But of course, you know, when we saw with the Scottish independence referendum, it actually looked likely that that possibly would have would have gone across the board and there would have been Scottish independence. But of course, that's not the way people voted at the end of the day. Um, But I certainly think that, yeah, and I think Scotland will have an influence on that as well, because if Northern Ireland pushes forward and if either Northern Ireland or Scotland goes independent or Northern Ireland break up of the United Kingdom, You know, first of all, we have the Brexit move, and then we've also got this kind of chink in to break up the union. And I do think it's more likely that it will happen, but possibly not Sinn Féin are kind of, you know, signaling that there could be a border poll in the next five years. I personally don't think that um, the country is kind of ready to move forward on reunification or that people will be ready that early. But I certainly think it's very likely within the next two decades.
1: And sort of my last question, as part of the United Kingdom, Northern Ireland was, of course, a part of Brexit, but with conditions allowing for a level Mm. of trade uh, with the Republic of Ireland. And Irish unification would mean Ireland's re-entry, or would mean Northern Ireland as it is now, its re-entry into the EU. What would that mean, I guess, both for the remaining countries of the United Kingdom, but also for Ireland?
0: Yeah, you've hit on a really interesting point there because that's kind of at the crux now of what happens even next with the formation of the Northern Ireland Assembly in Stormont because it's a power sharing government and the only way a government can sit is if both of the, the Nationalist Party, the majority of the Nationalist Party and the majority of the Unionist Party actually form a government. Now, the unionists are saying that they will not form a government at Stormont. And in fact, the leader of the DUP, Geoffrey Donaldson, is saying he won't sit in Stormont until what's called the Northern Ireland Protocol is removed or changed. Now, the Northern Ireland Protocol was set up because Northern Ireland is a very small state. It's six counties in a 32 county country. So it's very small. So to have Northern Ireland on its own with a land border into an EU zone, because Ireland is very firmly a member of the EU and there is no shaking the Republic of Ireland out of the EU. So it's not that there's never been any discussion of of Ireland moving from the EU. So we have this situation that there was a big problem for trade in Northern Ireland, even the fact that some people may live in Northern Ireland, but work in the Republic of Ireland, or that there is trade, even farming, you know, material passing across. Well, There's not a border anymore, but that kind of border between the land base of Northern Ireland and into the Republic. So as part of the Brexit transition period, they established this Northern Ireland protocol, which means Northern Ireland is treated entirely different from a trade perspective than the rest of the United Kingdom because goods can pass freely between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. But there will be, there's an EU kind of regulation on any goods passing from the UK into Northern Ireland and this really worries so essentially they're kind of they're kind of slightly northern ireland's actually slightly still within the eu trade and um, tariff zone if you like that that's probably the best way of of looking at it and that causes a big problem from the unionists because they maintain well that means they're not really british any longer they're not fully part of the united kingdom and they want that removed but of course from the perspective of a trade I think this is why they could possibly have lost quite a lot of votes as well, because people in Northern Ireland that are that are trading, that are working on a daily basis are being affected by this. So it would make much more economic sense for Northern Ireland to still be within the EU. And if they're reunified with Ireland, they would be. So from an economic standpoint, it actually makes a lot of sense for them.